Welcome to the Womanly Way with Prachi Shetty. This is Soaring Stree. In our podcast, we describe the unknown, celebrate femininity, and break the stereotype. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to be aware and informed, and does not constitute any professional advice or services. All views, information, or opinions expressed are our own and do not represent the opinions of any entity whatsoever with which we have been, are now, or will be affiliated. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. I request you to not hold us to them in perpetuity. Thank you for listening. Moving on, today's topic of discussion will be evolving trans equality with Ms. Sarika Rai. Ms. Sarika Rai received her LLM from Bangalore University. Currently, she's a faculty in SDM Law College and conducting research in area of transgender rights. A warm welcome to you, ma'am. Uh, could you tell me a little about your uh, research paper? What exactly are you researching on? Yeah, my research uh, paper is on uh, the rights of transgender persons. Okay, a critical uh, study on the rights of the transgender in India. I have limited my study to India itself. So, and I have also limited uh, my study to the traditional transgender persons like, uh, you know, uh, uh, who fall within the definition of our, uh, the act which has been passed by the legislation. Uh, that is the Transgender Persons Protection of Rights Act 2019. Yes, ma'am. Uh, so, could you uh, give us a brief idea on who is a transgender person? Is it something a person's born with or... Is it something a person identifies themselves to be? Uh, yes, it, yes, Prachi, it is a more of a, a gender identity. So transgenders are persons who do not conform uh, to the gender which is assigned to them at birth. I would say that you know, sex which is assigned to them at birth. So they feel that they are not the person... Uh, or did not belong to that gender to which has been biologically assigned to them. So uh, that is, uh, they are kind of a gender variant people. See, the term transgender includes a wide variety of gender variant people. Okay, so this is one way of, uh, um, one way is where they either dress uh, differently, like if uh, if is born as a male, maybe dressing up like a female to express the gender. Or may they may be, you know, the gender roles which they play, maybe they, what they are born with. So all these kind of people who are uh, who are do not conform. And if you have to put it in a very simple terms, it is they who do not conform to the uh, gender uh, which has been assigned to them at birth. So on the basis of uh, genitals, when a child is born, uh, the identity of a child is uh, uh, determined whether it is a, a, a female or a male. So these uh, transgenders are those who do not identify themselves with the ones which has been biologically assigned to them. Okay, so um, can a child be uh, too young to know their gender? As you said, Um, yeah, uh, there is a, if if a child is born with certain genitals uh, and uh, eventually they grow up to not identify themselves as that particular gender so a small child maybe of uh, three or four years of age is that child is that child too young it it depends it depends you know generally it is said that uh, the identification you know the the realization dawns on them 
uh, nearly at the time of this puberty but there are instances where at an early age also the child uh, identifies itself as someone else that you know uh, than the sex which is assigned to them but so there are instances but uh, most cases it is seen that during the t- uh, time of puberty where a child actually grows into you know they actually fit into that uh, gender uh, thing where uh, they realize that they are different from uh, what they has been assigned to them normally there will be hormonal changes and the physical changes that is where they become aware of their sexuality and uh, it is during that time it is generally identified but there are instances where early identification are also made so how do you think parents uh, react when their child comes out as trans and how does the reaction of parents affect on the said child's mental health um any thoughts on that yes it is a difficult situation for the parents as well as the child also uh the parents start wondering why their child behaves in such a way they normally if a girl child behaves in a uh, you know very tomboyish ways that at least okay that becomes a little acceptable because uh, a, a girl child who is being tomboyish is still acceptable does not go to that uh, uh, it doesn't seem to be very strange but a male child acting as a female uh, becomes a cause of worry for most of the parents because uh, see they show, exhibit it in ways where they show interest in roles which are assigned to uh, women and uh, dressing up like women in showing interest in cosmetics so these things are you know a total no no for the parents also it causes a kind of an embarrassment for them and the ones you know who are educated as of now uh, in the urban areas where there is more awareness of, about these things maybe uh, there is they, they may understand that this is uh, the situation but otherwise if there is no awareness of it uh, you know they, it's very difficult to understand for parents also as to why the child and it they become physically abusive and uh, this is actually the reasons for the trans uh, child to uh, run away from home and they join their own clan they feel more comfortable with the people who are like them so this is one of the reason where the child also finds it very difficult to accept you know or maybe stick to that uh, role which has been assigned to them by the society itself they cannot confine themselves or they cannot accept the fact uh, where they have to live in and it is a war kind of a thing between the mind and the body so uh, the child grapples with the uh, this fight within itself the struggle within itself to uh, stick on to what is expected them to do and then what they really want to be or what they really are so this is an internal struggle between the child and the parent don't unfortunately don't understand this majority of them and this uh, leads to uh, physical abuse dropping from school and uh, depriving of all kind of educational and all opportunities to the child and they uh, they become marginalized these are the reasons basically and uh, initially the abuse of the child, transgender child trans child starts from home itself from the family itself maybe can we as a society in any way do something for to educate the parents to um, uh, accept the children as they are is is there any possible steps we as a society can take to change this kind of behavior from parents creating awareness in various ways maybe holding workshops in schools 
parent teachers associations in such cases bringing up such issues and having workshops sensitizing them uh, maybe these kind of things would help and uh, uh, the media is doing a lot if you see the entertainment industry now they are coming with more movies programs with relating to these things and even uh, under the transgender Wel- uh, act also there are welfare measures there are provisions for counseling sensitizing uh, creating awareness all these things are taken up but how far they are successful is a different thing but being social activists can take up this thing in the educational institutions they can take up these kind of things probably these will help and when a child uh, you know when it is born it is difficult to identify a a child whether it is a trans or not as they grow up they uh, find themselves they find their identities but then the intersex child which is born with both uh, genitals or both biological organs of a male as well as a female so when where you can identify their itself and in those cases at least uh, the counseling should be done in the inception itself but otherwise you know such programs wherever the child is likely to go initially starting from uh, the parents where they put the child into the school there itself during one of these courses of this parent teachers association meetings and all those things there you can bring in that kind of a sensitization for parents as well as for other children also a counseling which is provided maybe these will these things will help and more of this awareness uh, to the general public is also very much necessary and it Definitely. is necessary to have a very open mind also when it comes to these things uh, that we should realize that it is not just uh, the male and the female gender there is some other gender also known as a third gender uh, once uh, everybody society comes to accept this fact and stop ridiculing probably things will be for us uh, better change there will be a better change in the society definitely normalizing it is one thing we as a society must do so um moving on uh, there are there's a kind of confusion among people when it when when the topic transgender uh is is discussed or talked about so there are different kinds of uh transgender maybe and there is something called intersex as you told and yes. uh, there is something called uh non binary and uh, there's uh, there's also drag correct so there are so uh, could you give a brief on what all these different all, things all are these, and all these gender variant people fall under the umbrella term transgender because when even when before i started my research my only um, my idea of transgender was only this kind of a hijra people whom you see around so as you uh, get deeper into the subject you understand that there are different variants of uh, uh, trans people here where some may be like you know male to female who transition from male to female or female to male and you have intersex people who are um, born with some kind of a biological disorders like having you know both uh, genitals of a male and reproductive organs of a female and some hormones of uh, both chromosomes so all these kind of a things and even a drag queen uh, or cross dressers we can say they are uh, nothing but this is kind of an expression gender of a gender identity which is exhibited uh, by uh, the gender variant and uh, even uh, when you speak about queer gender queer they are again they may not be confining themselves to both uh, 
uh, male or female or they just want to be gender neutral they don't want to be identified with any of the or they may want to be you know gender fluid they may have uh, uh, um, both uh, both uh, uh, they easily uh, you can say that they are more like this pan genders where they transit to both male female or neither of them so they keep a very fluid kind of a identity to themselves so there are nothing but various kinds of uh, expressions and um, manifestations of their uh, genders all right thank you ma'am for the, for the clarification so uh, recently there are a lot of people who say things like uh more people seem to be coming out as transgender in recent times uh there are transphobic people who uh, who think that this is just a trend and uh, so what do you have to say about it is it true that wh- why do you think there are more people coming out as trans in recent times and the transgender people have been there amongst us from time immemorial if you look into the ancient times till the current times we have them so most of the time not just in india which is conservative but also abroad which is more liberal in its approach uh, they have been exist- uh, in existence from time immemorial if you look into the history in the ancient uh, uh shastras also you can find them you have arjuna's example you have uh, uh, shiva who was ardhanarishwara from there itself and then you have in the mogal courts also transgenders who were you know guarding the harems of uh, uh, the nawabs and all those things so there are they have been there and now thing is that because after the british colonial rule one of the reasons for them to be you know uh, uh, in the hiding is that uh, to be underground not to be seen in the uh mainstream society is that because they were uh, labeled as criminal the whole community was labeled as criminals uh, so they had to they could not be seen because of their ghastly dressing sense and all that thing british found them to be uh, impersonating and uh, getting involved in some criminal activities and also they labeled them as criminals kept the record where they had to come and sign every day and they were not to be seen in the Uh, mainstream society so this is how they went underground and uh, they you know people when they experience this trans identities they hide try to hide themselves uh, hide this identities not let the identity come out in the open because it is unacceptable by the society so they are there they were there but now after maybe uh, um you know, these movements started you know the gay, gay lesbians feminist movement and mind you even in the feminist movement or the gay or the lesbian movements the trans people were not a part of it they none of these movements wanted these people to be a part of there because they felt that they are uh, uh interest would be undermined uh, and, uh, and by and it will be sidelined by taking up some other issues so they were uh, not even acceptable in these groups also so but now since after uh, this nalsa judgment national uh, um, legal services authority versus union of india where uh, uh, the supreme court's verdict has actually played a great great role in uh, imbibing confidence in this people so many of them came out as trans people see even in 2000 even before uh the nalsa judgment in 2011 when the census was conducted first time the census for transgender was conducted and uh, nearly 4 lakh people were identified as transgenders but the activists as well as the members of the community say that the number is 5 to 6 times more than what has been actually identified but they, there is one statement which is made by them saying that you know at least 4 lakhs people are identified they have come out as you know and opening up and uh, 
accepting their identities as transgender so this is a good step moreover many children also were identified from 0 uh, to 6 years uh, they were identified as transgender this shows that the parents are also open about their identities so maybe because of the judgment of the supreme court has played a role and the legislations the government is taking whatever it has been criticized but never mind a small step has been taken in this direction so slowly the acceptance is seen in the society so that may might have uh, given the confidence to these people to come out in the open and accept their identities Yes, ma'am. Uh, now, uh, see, after a person identifies themselves as transgender, uh, is it possible for them to change their official record? Or is this possible only after the gender transi transition surgery? And if it is so, then what about a trans person who cannot afford a trans gender transitioning surgery? Will no. they be forced to stuck with the official records assigned to them at there their is, work? There is, there is no uh, force on any transgender persons uh, to undergo this surgery because uh, there are numerous other reasons. See, for a person who may be an uh, aged transgender, it may be difficult for them. You know, the surgery may not be, their body may not be capable to take up the surgery also, the effects of the surgery. So there are many reasons. And the child also, a minor, you know, again, may need a parental consent for the purpose of surgery. There are many such issues. So that is not necessary to be identified as a transgender person. See, it comes, I told you, when it comes to queer uh, gender queers, where they are gender fluid, they would not want, even in uh, abroad also you can see, most of them do not, they refrain from uh, these surgeries because uh, they are content, they are happy with what they are. They are willing to embrace their identity as it is. So here also there is no compulsion that they have to undergo any kind of a uh, medical intervention. When I say medical intervention, it is not just limited to um, surgeries, but it is also including hormonal therapy, laser therapy, counseling, and in any such kind of a uh, medical intervention which uh, helps them in the process of transition from one gender to another. Okay, so there is no such kind of a thing. But yes, if they have identified, they have already been given as a certificate, there can be a rectification of a certificate. There are provisions which are made in the uh, transgender person's um, protection of right rules uh, which has come into force in 2020 but then again there also are there are a lot of uh, um, anomalies i mean there are a lot of uh, ambiguities there also uh, there is no clarity as to uh, when they are being issued with a certificate you know uh, uh, affirming that they are transgenders or you know male to female or whatever corrections has to be made whatever the certificate once the it has been issued they can make an application there's a provision where they can make an application to the uh, uh, district magistrate and they, they have a committee which will process it and the certificate will be given to them. It can be rejected also for uh, and what reasons it can be rejected also is not very clear. So uh, once it is issued, they can that the certificates help them to change their name and in all official records and to obtain any kind of identity, any kind of a documents also that helps. But then the question is whether they have to approach every such kind of a government department or whether the issuance of a certificate will by default change the names. That is, there is no clarity on that. See, the act has just come into force and this has come into force in 2020. So we have to see how it's going to work. What are the difficulties or challenges that come in the way of implementation that needs to be seen now? Those are the gray areas as of now. Yes. Um, so uh, speaking of all the... Uh, before the records, uh, you know, when... 
there are kids who come out as a transgender and uh, there are kids who do not identify themselves as you know in the gender they were born into so uh, such kids have def- will definitely have a very hard time in schools yes so they'll be because they don't uh, uh, you know necessarily behave or accessorize according to their gender they were born into they might be bullied for this reason and they might not be very comfortable wearing the clothes assigned to their assigned, assigned to them you know according Correct. to their birth gender and they might they might not be uh, comfortable using the uh, uh washrooms assigned to them correct you know based on their birth gender so uh, what about all this is there anything to uh, make these children feel better uh, yes there has to be infrastructural adjustments which has to be made so actually the act provides for such kind of a things uh, where uh, the schools and establishments workplaces have to provide separate toilets and facilities uh, especially in hospitals during this covid times uh, there was a lot of difficulties which was faced by the transgenders where they were uh, you know they could not be admitted in male ward nor female ward you know such kind of a difficulties does arise and even in schools as you said the children will not be you know they will be in a dilemma which toilet to use so if they go, go to the female i see if a male to female transitioning persons uses a female toilet uh, the women there would not be you know they would agitate against it and here they may be bullied by the men so such uh, that is why this issue of toilet has come up where they you know many in many ways i think we need to accommodate them and uh, bring in such kind of a infrastructure structural ad- adjustments in all such places public places as well as private establishments where we are accom- we have to accommodate them we have to understand that they do exist it is like you know they are blurred from the vision of the society itself now the only the visibility has come into force maybe after the nalsa judgment itself i think everybody at least knows now that there is something called transgenders who are existing they are not just men wearing women's sari and begging on the road there are more more to their identity so once we uh, we have to bring give them uh, status in par with the other citizens so unless these mi- minor things they may look very foolish when you talk about a toilet for a tra- transgender person it may sound very absurd or laugh worthy but it is no there is a deeper meaning in it you know these are the situations where they may be not be acceptable in a women's toilet there may be uh, you know bullied in a men- men's toilet so these kind of a things actually require these may be a small things but these small changes does matter to accommodate them and bring them into the mainstream society so everywhere such kind of a changes is very much necessary you have to understand that it is not just the binaries the male and the female there are there are other sections also in the society definitely um uh, you have mentioned the uh, transgender persons act of 2019 so uh, what does and doesn't it include if you could uh, explain it in a few um, sentences what what yes, is the, basically yeah. the act uh, brings in some c- categories of you know transgender persons within the definition that is once again uh, been criticized that the act is not comprehensive enough it, uh, to cover all many many classes of transgenders are left out of the act they are left out of the benefits of the act it has mostly concentrated on some categories of gender variant people 
the uh, criticism which has been leveled against the act. The act is basically for the protection and the welfare of the transgender persons. It was brought into force and um, it contains provisions whereby, uh, uh, whereby uh, equal status is given to the transgender persons to remove all kind of a discriminations to the transgender persons in a social, economical, and political arena, and to give them uh, to give them the identity that is to establish their identity. A process is as a process is set in place, a mechanism is set in place where they are issued identity. See, this becomes a major problem for them unless they have a legal identity, like you have the other and other things. So, unless they have such kind of an identity which establishes their clear identity, they will not have access to any kind of a welfare measures. So this is a provision where the uh, 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 committee and uh, mechanism is set up for them to issue their identity, uh, to issue certificates from where they can um, uh, go ahead and uh, claim the benefits. So the benefits, there, there is also a provision for uh, establishment of a uh, welfare board there is also a provision for uh, to look into the uh, what uh, look uh, to look into the uh, issues of transgender uh, people and there are also provisions for uh, any kind of uh, uh, violence or any kind of uh, um, what do you call it abuse of the transgender persons uh, criminal uh, offenses it is to be considered as criminal offenses for which punishment is up to two years so see these provisions have been actually criticized by them so they uh, the community is of the opinion that not the violence against transgender persons are not taken seriously whereas the rape against women you know there has been enhancement there has been amendment after the delhi rape case with regard to stringent laws as far as rape is concerned but same kind of an interest and same kind of a commitment is not shown towards the transgender community so this is the cry of the community. This is, they feel that there is no stringent uh, measures there, and there is no provision for any kind of uh, reservations anywhere. So that is also uh, one of the uh, thing of the one of the who's um, of the transgender persons, and uh, then they feel that uh, see as far as this. Uh, as I told you, I pointed out with regard to their uh, issue of certificate itself. So uh, the change of the names and also there is no clarity about, uh, you know, how to go about with these kind of a provisions. So that is one of, and uh, one more major issue which was raised was that uh, there is uh, the idea of tri uh, self-identity has been taken away uh, in by the act. So they have neutralized it by, you know, not putting them through the process of medical examination and all these things have been removed by the rules. But uh, the act, uh, they are disappointed with the act where uh, it was not enacted in the same spirit as uh, the directions given by the um, Supreme Court in the Nalsa judgment. That is what the activists as well as the community members have to say. They feel that the community members were not taken into consideration and confidence while uh, drafting the act. They have just spoken to some kind of a elite uh, activists who do not uh, really understand what is the, what are the actual woes and troubles of a transgender person. And one more thing is that, see, where uh, when we speak about intersex people, when we speak about trans men, trans women, uh, there are, you know, the act, uh, the legislators have failed to understand that each of these categories have their needs are different. Okay, so having a common 
kind of a, a provisions for them will not help. So they have to have should have had a deeper study into the subject matter, and then they have should have come out, taken them into confidence while drafting the act. So they have just brought in many, a few of them left out many. So it has not reached all the transgender people uh, who are come covered under the umbrella term. They have they have narrowed down the definition, and moreover they have made a very general kind of a laws which is not actually suitable to the um, different needs of different categories of transgender persons. That is it. See, for example, male to female, when you say male to female, when you uh, say they come into the category of female and uh, female, it is easy to accommodate under the child, uh, women and child welfare board, like the Tamil Nadu government has done. So Tamil Nadu government, they have made provisions for the welfare of women, uh, uh, male to female transgenders. But what about female to male? Where do they go? There is, they have no such kind of a provisions or benefits under the welfare board. So such kind of a difficulties arise. So it is still, you know, in its infancy, let's see how it, it is actually showing. Uh, and moreover, uh, if you say uh, the duties which are imposed on uh, the, the district magistrate, he plays a, uh, he has a focal point to play in the entire, uh, uh, what do you call it, entire process of identification of transgender uh, issuance of certificates and all those things. But we have not seen any kind of a programs or such kind of a things held for sensitizing them itself. So all these things, uh, you know, shows the lacunas in the act um, where uh, not uh, the act was not actually brought into force with the true spirit of the judgment in Nalsa case. Yes, ma'am. You know, the, the fact that somebody has to struggle this much just to be identified, just to identify themselves in a particular gender, it's, it's traumatizing even to, you know, learn that such things happen. To go yes. through it is a, I can only, you can only imagine how hard it must be. Yes, it goes beyond one's imagination to live a life of, uh, you know, yeah, uh, being so hard to just have a proper identity. Correct. So, uh, do you think there's enough representation of trans people out there? I mean, right now on social media, there are a lot of people who are coming out as trans and who are uh, who are helping out other people, you know, to find their identity. So uh, there are a lot of people out there on social media, but but generally outside social media in in day to day life, do you feel that there is enough representation? And if there isn't, what can we do so that there will be enough representation of trans people? Uh, see, if you look into the transgenders, mostly uh, if you go by. Uh, uh, the uneducated ones. Uh, see, mostly you find these people in this, uh, the literacy rate among the transgender people are very, very low. So the ones who are lucky enough to have got some kind of an attention and got some kind of an education and uh, support either at home and outside, uh, there are a few who have really made it. You know, there are uh, there is a doctor. There are a few doctors uh, in the medical profession. There are uh, one who has also become a judge. And there was one... Uh, a uh, lady who has also become a principal in some college in Kolkata, but she also could not sustain because of the prejudice there. So this shows that even they come up, it is not so easy to sustain. And um, 
as you said uh, there are people in the social media and yes some of them do receive uh, mileage also you know in the name of this transgender persons but what about those people there is no proper representation of the people out there in the streets so one of the uh, facets i have discovered is that uh, people who act for them you know the who go uh, uh, who have actually raised voice for the transgender people also later they ba- back out for some or the other reasons one is you know with regard to this identity itself becomes an issue they say that it's very hard to identify who they really are so this is one thing and then again maybe because they are of that intimidating nature and probably uh, they are very defensive and these kind of a things they part so this this is one kind of a thing so proper representation is not happening especially the ones who are in the uh, most uh, lower economic state strata there is not much happening for them maybe ones who are in the urban segment with the proper kind of uh, you know do more in the higher society of life probably there is more acceptance and if they mingle in that especially in the entertainment industry and all you have find these people are very common and they proudly present themselves so this is there but where do you have people from the lower strata how can they even they were not even literate so it is uh, uh, not possible for them to project in the high um, uh, in the uh, social media and express their uh, grievances express themselves so they need proper representation and there has not been adequate representation of them so people normally them with the uh, lesbian and gay lgbt community as a whole they are clubbed together and people normally uh, confuse them with uh, sexual uh, gender orientation with sexual orientation see sexual orientation is where you desire uh, uh, your uh, Uh, romantic partner will be of the same sex or so on or maybe you could be uh, both bisexual or whatever but uh, transgender persons their personality is different from that what is assigned to them so there is a difference there it, it is a, it is a whole personality as such the person feels that he is not a man he is a woman so that kind of a situation but clubbing them together again you know that uh, with the conservative people with orthodox and conservative approach they will fail to understand as to who they are so that is one thing where they fail to gain sympathy also they fail to gain that understanding of the society as a whole so representation also becomes a problem uh, when properly it is not, the issue is not properly understood so yeah in certain cases there are there is representation and the people who ought to get recognition are not getting recognition uh, the people who are in hardship they are out in the street they uh, they engage themselves in begging and uh, sex work as well as criminal activities they are pushed to do to such kind of works so it is difficult unless you have that kind of a support have that kind of a, see there were there are cases where uh, there were instances where uh, these uh, uh kochi metro had uh, hired uh, recruited uh, some uh, nine transgenders or uh, 15 or so also transgender people but uh, many of them quit because uh, they had problem with accommodation they were not allowed uh, they were not given um uh, in uh, uh, accommodation anywhere the people refused to give uh, hire out houses to them rent out the houses to them so these kind of a things see unless proper representation is their proper association is their voice is their speak for them and even people when these association and activists also look down upon the society so uh, i have met certain people who do not want to continue working in that area because it is causing a damage to them also so it is very difficult to represent they say so not easy to get support 
from the authorities nobody is taking them seriously so these issues are there so representation is not enough and adequate as far Definitely. as uh, you spoke about trans people who are from a lower economic background who uh, who do not have access to good education so these people will definitely have a problem in ha- having a proper uh, identity card maybe or uh, you know at birth they will definitely be assigned to something or the other but eventually when they started identifying themselves as uh, a different person or they they start identifying themselves in a different gender uh so what then what about see if if we if there are if they are uh, privileged enough maybe they will have access they, they will have access to a to different records they will have access to all these uh, government procedures but what about people uh, living in communities people uh, we see trans people who we see you know who beg who go who, who that is who are indulged in uh, sex activities and criminal activities does the uh, act of 2019 uh, do anything to help people uh, 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 definitely there is provision for them to i told you right there is uh, there is a provision where they can get certified as transgender persons and get uh, identity card issued with yes but yes. Uh, but are these people uh, the people uh, who we see begging by the tolls who we see are from a very uh, low economic background uh, do they know about all this do they huh. know that they can be recognized as uh yes, want to be that is that as? is where that is where this ngos and uh, the activists have to play a role they have to bring in uh, bring them uh, that kind of an awareness in them understand make them understand what is the rights and uh, uh, facilities which is available to them make them aware of the act and uh, accordingly you know there are um, i'm not saying that there are there are no activists there's lot being happening also so there are uh, uh such kind of institutions such kind of organizations which deal with um uh, rehabilitating the transgender persons providing with vocational training and so on so act makes a provision for such kind of a things also to create awareness uh, to cover the purpose of counseling them but once again as i told you there is no clear cut it is very vague as to how these things are to be carried out so on that uh, i think uh, Uh, the more detailing is required by any that again when there is this uh, um, decentralization of uh, these uh, um, rules uh, and uh, when the in the district level it it has to be done because uh, the, i told you the district magistrate plays a focal role in uh, uh, bringing these people into the mainstream so in the district wise or in the uh, in the smaller pockets of the society these things have to take place so uh, where they identify these people and you know uh, this things has to be issued even political parties also they have because they also don't take much interest because they are the they are uh, not forming a, a major uh, uh, population you know major uh, chunk of a population so everybody the legislators maybe the corporation everybody have has a role to play where they have to identify these people and see that they are and um, document is set right so uh, social uh, activists uh, play a big role in this uh, <coughs> you can they were set up 
these organizations for the purpose of providing an identity for that so process even the legal aid uh, authorities you know uh, they can come up with such kind of a um, what is that provision uh, making uh, making uh, these things accessible to the people there transgender persons there definitely uh, also uh, during your research uh, what, did you come across anything that came as a shock to you the entire uh, thing about this uh, transgender persons their existence the the issues with regard to their uh, identity as well as uh, the kind you know the um, the uh, so variants uh, among them again this comes as a shock uh, this is a, this itself is a uh, big revelation for me because we think trans when we think of transgender persons we think of people whom we see in toll gates and such other places but there is more to them there are so many subsets in 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 this transgender persons that was a kind of a revelation and the kind of um, uh, and uh, uh, the kind of a struggle they have uh, they have gone through to be visible in the society that itself is very uh, shocking as to how the and the very transition of the persons all these things come as a true revelation when we go into this study so everything about them is in fact very shocking definitely so um, as a society uh, do you think we have few some very wrong and false opinions about transgender persons and what can be done to you know uh, get rid of this kind of stereotype uh, yes from the beginning itself uh, if you see from uh, uh, the very um, young age itself from or maybe from a very 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 young uh, age say from 2 years or 3 years a child would only know two genders that is boy and a girl so if the child is conditioned Uh, from the uh, very uh, young tender age that uh, and exposed to the third genders as well uh, we will we will have a society which will become more acceptable more open minded and knowledgeable about the kind of uh, um, uh, people we will have be having in our society isn't it so and see it is not just enough for the law to be passed so the law will become a success only if there is uh, acceptable uh, uh, acceptability on the part of the people itself it will become more open minded take them not as any other aliens or some other um, uh, very uh, uh, unnatural kind of uh, um, um, persons we have to take them naturally as they as we are they as a male as a female there are other kind of people who are around when we become uh, that acceptable that open minded maybe things will change but as of now we have the notion that you know when we look at them we are intimidated we would not want them uh, to be a part of our day to day life when we have them working around we are not safe we don't we have the transphobia so that has to be removed so this is a phobia see everywhere even me when i have if i have to approach see i have been advised that when you have to approach them don't go alone so this is a kind of a fear maybe it is true we do not know there may be certain but it has to work from the society society has to be more open for them and gain the confidence of these people only then they will also have they are also on the defensive so uh, it's it's a kind of a uh, mutual distrust they have towards the uh, the mainstream as well as the transgender persons which has to be neutralized and uh, society has to be more welcoming 
maybe and open minded that's what when if the from the child uh, uh, the children from you know the young age if they have taught that there is some other gender maybe they will grow up uh, accepting that there is a man woman and uh, there is genders as well so that kind of openness from the very childhood it has to be uh, brought into force maybe the schools will have uh, such kind of a programs inclusive programs and in the workplaces and um, in all places where we um uh, public places if you have such inclusive policies which is strictly followed then probably uh, the uh, notion of the society also will change so society needs to be open minded because it is difficult to change and one more thing is that see there are difficulties in bringing it them into mainstream also see the act as i had discussed earlier also it does not contain many provisions with regard to their marriage childhood i mean uh, adoption and such kind of rights it does not discuss about uh, property uh, and all those things and uh, see all these are uh, gender based laws uh, when we speak about marriage and such other things how will you accommodate them in such areas you know unless they change into uh, trans women trans men yes but what about gender fluid people so it is very difficult so as we have this conventional society it is uh, we we have to wait and watch how the uh, society will accommodate in all areas and give them equal rights on these uh, sensitive issues we do not know so notion has to change where the whole family structure will be changed so to what extent the society has to be open minded that is a food for thought Yes, definitely, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. It was uh, it was yeah. indeed a pleasure talking to you. Yes, yes, ma'am. Pleasure yeah. talking to you too, and thank you for uh, coming on this podcast and uh, talking about a topic so important. That was one informative session. Thank you, ma'am, for sharing your knowledge with us. We did learn a lot from you today.